And when you're building a relationship, you don't go up to a person and say, hey, let's, I'd like you to be my boyfriend or girlfriend, <laughs> right? So why would you approach someone like that in business? Hey, I want you to be, be mine. Welcome back, everyone. Lamar Bratton, your co-host, along with Keanu Trujillo, the Enneagram Cultural Professionals. And we are here to talk to you today about bringing value. Imagine that. Hmm. When you hear that, what does that mean to you, Keanu? Imagine, listeners, that you are starting a business or you know that you feel called to create something, but you're wondering, okay, how am I going to get this out there? And I have this idea and I have this passion and I have this vision, I have this service, I have this product. And I know if I could just get in front of people with it, it would be impactful. It would change their lives and it would change my legacy in the process. I'd be, really be able to bring great impact with it. But how do I get in front of people? How do I, how do I get them to listen? How do I get them to share in this experience, right? And there's the tension, right? How do I, how do, I do this? I have something. I, I'm excited about something. And, and I want to share it with the world. But nobody's listening. <laughs> and that is exactly where I was in June 2020 when I was getting ready to jump out on the waters, June 18th to be exact. Okay, I have this idea, I have this service, I have this product, I have this passion, but how can I get somebody to listen, right? It almost felt like being in the middle of a, of a field, in the middle of Northern New Mexico, where I'm from, and there's nobody there but the fence posts and the cows, and you're like, I have an idea, you know? Listen, and nobody can hear you but the fence posts and the cows. Nobody can hear you, and you see people in the distance, you know, on the highway, and you're like, right. all right, I got to get in front of them. But, you know, don't throw yourself in front of moving traffic or anything like that. And the <laughs> best way to get in front of them, the best way to get your business off the ground, the best way to start adding value is to add value, is to get in front of people at a low, low barrier of entry, also known as free, complimentary, to just let them know, hey, I just love some of your time. I want to add value to whatever it is that you're doing. I think my product, my service would add value to your business, to your life, whatever it may be. I, I want to offer this. I want to put myself out there. I want to add value. And I'm trying to remember where this came from. I think it's probably from, a, uh, I like Gary Vee. He talks about this a lot. Like, hey, put yourself out there. Some people are trying to charge uh, when there's not even a demand or even a trust <laughs> in your product or who you are. But when mm. you put yourself out there, you're building that. So that's, that's what comes to mind, and, and full transparency for you listeners, Lamar came with this topic today, and he told me about it about four minutes ago, and I'm like, all right, let's go. And I'm a verbal processor, so I start talking, and just good stuff starts happening. So I'm like, all right, let's do this, because this is exactly how we built the business, um, getting started from being a wannapreneur to a solopreneur, and now to an entrepreneur, trading other people's time for money and really bringing other people along, was first seeking to add value before I, t I took anything. And so every partnership... Every, every um, friendship, every business opportunity was exactly through that. Hey, let me add value. Let me, let me come alongside you. So I have a couple of, of stories that I can share in that realm um, about how I did that. Share them. What are you waiting okay. on? Well, I don't know if you wanted to add anything, <laughs> Lamar. Like, I said a lot. I'm sitting here in silence like, <laughs> we'll is, go. <laughs> which is funny because typically you're like, bro, I need you to stop talking for a minute so I can say oh, something I'm, sometimes. At this point, I've already just accepted the fact that like this is how it's going to be. I'll figure out how to get my way in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I like to talk. Um, well, yeah, I think that, so the very, very first one I want to go back to before true strategy was even an actual thing. And I was working in ministry and I was developing leaders. 
and some of the leaders that I was developing for our church, I would develop them to carry their teams. But for me, it was so much more about developing them as a whole person, developing them as a person in their business, in their life, in their family, everything else. And then knowing that that would translate into the impact they'd have at the church, right? When I was developing leaders, I wasn't saying, okay, how can I develop them to benefit the church? No, I wanted to develop them as a whole person because that's what I believe God has called us to do Well, in the development space, right? I want to grow you as a whole person, especially in ministry. So many of my leaders were business owners. And one of them, my longest standing client, uh, one of my great friends and now even a business partner, she owned multiple salons and she just said, hey, you've added a lot of value to my life. You've really impacted me in a great way through this development can you come and speak to my leaders and develop them as well? And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, I love to talk. Give me a, give me a microphone. Give me a platform. I'll talk. And uh, <laughs> she said, okay, well, just, you know, let me know how much it's going to cost and send me an invoice. And I was like, what? First of all, I don't know how to send an invoice. Like, what, what do I do? Like, YouTube, how to send an invoice. And, uh, but also my heart was just to give. My heart wasn't to make money. I just wanted to give and serve. And I think she saw that. And so in the same play, same way, I just carried that throughout starting the business. Hey, I'm yeah. just here to add value and I'm going to add value anywhere that I can. And then business happens to come from that. And the intention was always to add value to someone's life, to give to them, to support them in what they're doing. Right. I wasn't saying, you know, Hey, let me come and coach and teach your leaders. Uh, she just saw that, that value that could be added. And then we ran with it. And so can you tell me, can you, can you tell us about a time when it was, you had the opposite mindset where you were only interacting with this person because of the value that they could bring you. And then also reflect on the difference in maybe the fulfillment or the feeling that it gave you. Oh, absolutely. Lamar, you know me pretty well. What time in my life do you think this was? (laughs) When you were in financial services. Yes. When I was in financial (laughs) services and when I was in recruiting for the military, I I did a stint Mm -hmm. in recruiting with the Army National Guard there in New Mexico. And it was so results driven that I would see people as opportunity instead of seeing them as seeing the opportunity to give to them, right? How could they serve uh, ultimately what I was trying to accomplish, right? Recruiting a certain amount of people or selling or building financial plans, right? And so with that mindset, it became, became very draining because it was very easy to lose the why. And in recruiting, I wasn't very successful. I loved connecting with people, but other than that, like I didn't really like the, the rest of the process and the system. So I'll own that. And then in financial services, I started to really hit my stride and you were there for that and really started to bring some impact and build a lot of clientele and cash some big checks. But again, it just, it just still hadn't registered for me on how to really build a business, how to really connect with people and how to Mm. sell, um, from a place of, of service and not a place Mm. of, of gain of gaining, you know, for me. And so it was just, it was just very draining. It was, it was taxing. And I think for many of you out there that are building your business, you're in that place where you're like, nobody's listening. I'm in the middle of the field and I just can't get anybody to listen. And that's, that's where I would start is, are you seeking to truly add value? Because if you're seeking to truly add value, then you're going to, you're going to find those opportunities. But if you're seeking to just make money or just to feed your needs, people are going to see that in you. And so one of the great things when I was in financial services, I started to adopt the mindset and really finally understand, hey, I'm going to support you with a financial plan and ultimately to accomplish your goals and whatever happens to come out of that will, right? So if you need investments in this area, if you need insurance or whatever, those are all just parts of the plan, but those aren't the focus. The focus is the plan. And so it started to really Mm -hmm. come full circle, but it was at that time I, I went into ministry and then 
ended up, you know, starting my business. So yeah, that was a time when it was really off and I just, it just wasn't working out. It was just what didn't feel good and I didn't enjoy it and also wasn't bringing a lot of impact to the world. Right. Right. Um, you know, when you, when you start to take yourself out of the equation and what I can get out of this relationship or what this does for me, um, it really changes your energy, your mindset behind, uh, running fast and running hard. Um, when we're focused on other people, man, it's, it's crazy, uh, how much more, how much harder it is to let someone else down as compared to it is as easy as it is to let yourself down. Right. Right. Fast forward to the business. Um, and the only reason we are where we are now going from one person to an operation of nine, right. Going from one coach to, to six, um, with executives and people handling departments and all this stuff like Lamar, we got a real business now. Have you stopped and like <laughs> taking that in? Cause some days I still wake up surprised. Like it almost still feels like I'm just playing business, <laughs> <laughs> but I've talked to a lot of very seasoned entrepreneurs and business owners and they're like, that's how it kind of feels. You know, you almost always feel like you're just, you're just figuring it out, right? You're just going and figuring it out. And of course you're gaining wisdom along the way, but still waking up and realizing like, wow, we're actually doing this. Um, there's a great connection that we've made great business partners of ours and great friends with the Benham brothers. And they have allowed me to speak at one of their virtual conferences. We had uh, hundreds of people in attendance. They've allowed me to be on their podcast where they uh, top, They had hit the top 15 business podcasts uh, on their expert ownership podcast. They allowed me to speak on that platform. Uh, they are now bringing me into opportunities to partner with their businesses for true strategy, to partner with their businesses, and then also to partner in building some other businesses. But I don't even know if I should really share this with you. Do you know how all of that started? You think it I think I remember it was me. a LinkedIn message. Didn't you tell me that it was all it, it was it was a LinkedIn message and I reached out and I just said, hey, I'm going to be the Enneagram coach for for professionals for business. And I'd love to introduce uh, you to my methods and see if it'd be something that add value to you. But beyond that, they had a Bible study every Thursday morning and uh, very, very impactful. I'd love for you guys to join that. It, it is it is awesome for growing in our faith. But uh, I just noticed there were some needs and some ways that I could support it. And one of them was in moderating the group and commenting with people as we were live on the on the group. And Jason reached out and was like, hey, is that something that you would you would like to do? I'm like, absolutely. I love engaging with people. I love talking to people. So I started engaging with people in the chat. And then that grew into helping to produce uh, their 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 study. So I helped them to record it. And we're putting that on a podcast now as well. This Bible study called Living Among Lions started to produce that. And it just grew from there. But it started from a place of of service right? I was helping to service and meet their needs. And every client, every person that I engage with, it's the same thing. Hey, do you have a need that I can meet, that I can help meet, right? The marketplace is where people go to get their needs met or to meet mm -hmm. a need, period. So with that going and saying, okay, I have something that I can offer a value to help serve you. Now it's developed into huge, huge business opportunities, but it's, 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 it's not that. That's just a healthy consequence. That's just a happy byproduct, that was never mm -hmm. what I had sought out to do. And so in the same way, speaking to those of you that are starting your business right now, this is something that you need to start to explore. How am I actually adding value? How am I seeking to meet a need? And if you're not meeting a need, you're going to go broke, right? You're not going to be able to actually get this idea that I was talking about at the beginning, the service out into the world because you're only seeking to meet your needs. So really this goes to all, all Enneagram types, all people. When you become self-aware, this is where it all ties together. When you become aware of what you're actually looking for, 
I know because of my Enneagram type, a type eight, my healthiest side of me is the type two, the helper, the servant. So I know not only is it good business to meet the needs of others and to serve others, but I am aware that that is the best side of me. So even when I'm down, even when I've had long days and I'm not always this fired up, guys, I am human. I do have bad days, long days, (laughs) days where I'm tired as well. I know that if I find someone to serve and I find a need to meet, that that's really going to bring the best out of me. That is the best side of me. So I know what that looks like. I also know what an unhealthy me looks like. I know that unhealthy me is the type five, the, the lower side of the type five investigator. And in that, I become much more withdrawn, isolated, cerebral, constantly thoughts racing, only in my head, right? Not taking action. So I know how to avoid that unhealthy side and how to embrace the healthy side. And when we have that awareness, right, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. There's nothing that we can't do leveraging our business and our resources and and what we have to offer when we know that about ourselves. It's something that's so obvious, and it's been obvious in your life that this works, um, bringing value first um, before you seek it. So, you know, as we close this thing out, what are some practical ways that if I am in this mindset of I've, I've been operating the opposite, I've, I've been focused on what can I get out of these relationships? How do I shift my mind to start thinking about bringing value first? Communicate that. When you're calling people, let them know, hey, I want to add value to whatever you're doing. If it's not something that is that fits what you're doing right now, that's fine. But I'd love to introduce you to it and see where I can add value. Right. Just lead with that. Some people, people feel like it has to be so cryptic and hidden. Like, well, how do I communicate that I want to add value? Let them know. Hey, I have this product and I think that it would be really helpful for you, but I don't know what's going on in your life right now. And if it's something that's going to fit, but I'd love to talk about your goals and your plans. And if this happens to fit what you're doing, then I'd love to support you in that way. If not, then, Hey, I really appreciate your time. And, and it makes phone calls so much easier. It makes approaching people so much easier. It makes asking so much easier because you truly do believe, hey, I'm here to add value to you. I'm not right. here to, I'm not here to take, I'm here to give. So for example, yeah. think of it like this, guys, as you're building your business, as you're putting your product out there, as you're launching your book, as you're creating your podcast, as you're building your service, whatever kind of business you're in, think of it like you're walking out onto the street with a $100 bill and you're looking for someone to give that $100 to. And you're walking up to people, hey, can I give you this $100? And people are like, no, I don't really need that right now. Why would you be upset, right? You are seeking to help them. Like, that's okay. Adopt that mindset practically that, hey, I'm going out to give. And then it's okay when people reject it because that's all right. It just didn't fit what's going on in their life. And that's okay. Now you get to go find another person to give it to that actually needs it, that will actually appreciate it right? Someone that, that you can actually serve in a very practical way. So it's, it really does have a lot to do with mindset. And that would be the, like the practical thinking. Every time you get on the phone to call someone, I'm about to give someone great value. I'm about to give someone something of great value. And uh, if they say, no, that's okay. I'm going to find somebody that needs this and that's fine. That's all right. Yeah. And to add to that, I mean, I used to, those are some of the things that I heard too, when I first started, you know, my practice and I used to say them because I knew what it would get me. Right. So at the same time, we can say all we want, but like you were just saying, you have to believe it. Right. You have to believe it as well. So remind yourself why it's important to have your product or your service. Why is that important for the person you're talking to? Every single day, remind yourself of that because sometimes it's easy to forget. It really is. Um, I love this Keanu. Thanks for sharing, man. Your knowledge is so great. What else do you want to leave the listeners with before we sign off? The last thing is understanding that you should be wanting to build relationships. And if you're wanting to build relationships, then what happens now 
the outcome now isn't as important, right? It's like if you were going to build a friend and I go up to Lamar and I'm like, I'd really like to be your friend. Or no, no, I'm going up to Lamar and I'm like, I'd really like you to be my best friend. And he's like, I don't know you, right? <laughs> it's like, well, that's fine. Let's start to get to know each other. That's how it is when you're building a relationship with your client, regardless of your industry. Yes, as mm -hmm. a coach, I tell my clients, hey, I'm going to be in your life for the long haul. I am your coach long term. I'm going to be here for you in the anniversaries, in the weddings, in the birthdays, and everything that's going on and really support you as we go through those things, even the, even the low moments. right? I'm still going to be here with you. But regardless of your service, that's why like Chick-fil-A is so successful. They are your friend. They, there is a relationship there, right? There's a connection there. And so look to really build a relationship. And when you're building a relationship, you don't go up to a person and say, hey, let's, I'd like you to be my boyfriend or girlfriend, <laughs> right? So why would you approach someone like that in business? Hey, I want you to be, be mine. No, I want to build a relationship. And if this works out, that would be nice. You'd be a creep if you walked up to someone like that. And you're going to get a no. So no wonder you're getting no's in your business. Hey, I'd really like you to visit my coffee shop. Come and check it out. I think it'd be a great place that you would enjoy. And I'd love to you know, hear more about your story. Maybe you'd enjoy spending some time at my coffee shop, whatever. It's building a relationship. So focus on building mm -hmm. the relationships and everything comes secondary. And there's a tension there because I also know what it's like to be up against a bill, right? Rents come and due and you don't have the finances to make it work. And so you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got to close a deal. I got to do something. Well, go sign up to drive Uber and DoorDash or whatever it, it takes to get that, that quick income, that, that quick stream. But when it comes to building your business, your passion, your legacy, do not deter from building a relationship because you have to get past that point of, of the scarcity mindset of, oh, I need to close this or else. Because if you don't, you're always going to be in this place where rent is due and you're not going to be able to afford to pay it. But if you're building relationships, eventually, eventually it's going to come back around. We're about to have closing January, our biggest month in, in, in revenue for the company. And it's all coming back around. Half of it are from relationships I started building six months ago. They're coming back around. And so focus on building the relationships and everything else will follow. Trust me, I know what it's like to be where you're at. I'm still where you're at for the most part. I've only been in this business for a year. And I feel fortunate to, to have seen this kind of success. But again, it all really stemmed from building a relationship first, believing in your product, knowing that you are adding value first. Amen and amen. Keanu, thank you. Yeah, Lamar, no, I love this. You know that one, I love to talk. So first and foremost, we can get on here and talk about anything, but especially to support those of you that are listening, those of you that uh, we're, we're really able to add value to. It's so awesome just to see how this podcast is growing and how we're engaging with people truly that we've never met before. I thought this was going to be a lot of family and friends. And, and we had someone contact us just this last week from Jacksonville. Uh, hey, Christine and Erica, shout out to you guys that are like, hey, we were just looking for Enneagram and business and found your podcast. So I, I love adding value to you guys. If you want to engage with us further, please, you can email us at info at truestrategy.info. If you're interested in partnering in some way to develop your business, get your business off the ground, develop your team members, whatever it may be, we'd love to partner with you in that. Or you can visit our website, www.truestrategy.info. And speaking of our website, we are getting ready to launch our own Enneagram assessment. It is an Enneagram wham, assessment. Wham, it is not only going to help you in identifying your Enneagram type, but it's also going to have a built-in PDF that's going to give you a ton of information on what that means and how to leverage it. So you're not only buying a, an assessment, you're almost buying a self-paced uh, coaching, coaching guide. So we would love to have you visit us on our website, sign up on our website for our email so you're, you get notified first when that assessment drops. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you.